dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. This month's blog is going to take a slightly more personal turn than usual, but I hope that by sharing what I've learned over the course of this year, I can help some of you that might be in a similar scenario. The story starts in January 2021, when I was diagnosed with a chronic illness. I'll go into this in more detail later, but essentially it prompted me to take a look at how I was living my life and the things I could do to improve it. In short, this is a story about how diet has changed my life. If you haven't yet listened to my Dementia Research podcast episode with Dr. Neil Bernard, I highly recommend you do. The work of people like Neil has played a big role in getting control of my life back. So, let's get into the details. Ulcerative pancolitis, moderately active, was my official diagnosis, a type of inflammatory bowel disease where my immune system essentially attacks my large intestine. The physical symptoms can be pretty dire, as you can imagine from a digestive disorder. But for me, when I'm in a flare, the worst parts are the severe fatigue and rapid weight loss. The treatment goal for someone like me is to manage symptoms and reconcile with the fact that this probably won't go away. When I asked my consultant if there was anything I could do with my diet or exercise to help, I was surprised to hear that he said to me, not really, there's no evidence diet can help. I wasn't satisfied with that answer. This didn't seem right that diet couldn't help a digestive disorder. More to the point, I didn't want to sit idly by, hoping the medications worked. I wanted to try and do more. So I started looking into the science. Peer-reviewed published data on the role diet plays in inflammatory bowel disease, or IBD. I was surprised to find the opposite of what my consultant said. There were lots of things out there, and it all seemed to point in the same direction. If I wanted to give myself the best chance of controlling and maybe even healing my IBD, I had to change my diet. Specifically, I had to go plant-based. Not just that, wherever possible, I needed to be eating whole food plant-based. Fresh fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts, legumes, plant proteins. Every doctor who was talking about managing IBD with diet was saying, this is what you have to eat. Now, before I go any further, this doesn't mean that I replace my medication with diet. Instead, I complement it. What's the point in taking something to inhibit inflammation in my gut if I'm then shoveling down loads of pro-inflammatory processed foods. The message was clear about the process. It seemed that the theory was IBD is rooted in an unbalanced gut microbiome. By eating lots of prebiotic plant foods and controlling your inflammation with medication, you can reset the bacteria in your gut and move on towards better health. I tried to do it with full support from my partner. For Lent, we went fully whole food plant-based. Bread was off the table, cheese was off the table, alcohol off the table. Instead, we were eating oats with fresh berries, big colourful salads with roasted chickpeas and sweet potatoes, homemade curries, chilli, stews, casseroles, and giant roasted vegetable tray bakes. It was a wonderful way to eat, and it still is. I felt energised in a way I hadn't in years, and my symptoms were non-existent. I was sleeping better, thinking clearer, and instead of feeling sluggish after eating, I felt like a recharged battery. Inspired by this, I started looking into the subject matter more. This is when I found the work of Dr. Barnard and other inspiring researchers. It wasn't just IBD that this diet had been shown to help with, but there were also studies showing type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer risk and dementia risk could all be reduced by eating your veggies. I won't go into those in detail. You can listen to the podcast episode if you want to know more. I guarantee it will send you down a rabbit hole because it's fascinating. 
But back to my story. Lent ended, and foolishly, so did my new diet. I backslid and started consuming large amounts of cheese, processed food, and milk. And guess what happened? The single worst IBD flare I have ever had. I lost nearly a stone in a week, had to take two weeks off work, and my IBD team had to put me on a high dose of steroids. I felt like I'd undone all the progress I had made. You won't be surprised to hear then that I'm now back on my whole food plant-based diet. Moreover, I've bought cookbooks to help me really optimise it. I definitely recommend Dr. Alan Desmond's book, The Plant-Based Diet Revolution, 28 Days to a Happier Gut and Healthier You. It's a real game changer. Once again, I feel amazing and my disease does not dictate my life. What's interesting is if I have the occasional deviation and symptoms recur, I can quickly get control back with a few meals straight out of Dr. Desmond's book. No need for prednisone. And that's the message I want to get across today. I've always thought chronic disease was a lottery. If you draw the short straw, you can't do much about it. But my personal experience has told me that that was wrong. There's something incredibly empowering about realising this was my fault, but that means I can fix it. It's also amazing how it suddenly becomes really easy to give up dairy milk or Cornish cheddar when you realise that it's the difference between a normal life and one spent on the toilet. That's how I got to this point, and that's how I found myself nervous sat on a Zoom call with an American physician who specialises in treating people with a focus on what's on their plate. I never thought I'd be in that position. Most people's idols are footballers or musicians, but maybe a doctor is a better choice. Either way, diet has changed my life and it could change yours too. If you ever want to know more, reach out to me and I'll be happy to help. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.